It's time for faith and life to connect. I first go before God, working on who and what I am before Him and what He's calling me to be as a husband. Where our Christian walk meets our day-to-day life. Dealing with that baggage can mean anything from delaying the marriage to dealing with the baggage. For sure. And where it's okay to laugh a little. Meaningless days, I look at. <laughs> I'm looking at meaningless days and live happily with the woman you love, and I'm trying to figure out how they wind up in the same set. <laughs> We're not saying that the marriage is meaningless. Heaven forbid we say. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that. This is The Session with Tom Russell from Heritage Christian Counseling Ministries. What triggers your potential spouse? And that you guys both agree, yeah, they are triggers, and it is, as we grow, something we have to work through. But we're going to give you sort of the grace and space to do that. It is time for faith and life and love to connect here on the session. Right. Yes. <laughs> so we have gotten through Valentine's Day. Yes. You survived your anniversary, I see. Yes. Uh, trip to the lodge, which is always a blessing. Always. And the, the neat thing, is that at the risk of digging too deep into Tom's personal life, which we would never do on this show. Not unless we were on the air off the air. <laughs> unless the microphone was on. The, the, the lodge, if I remember right is also the very place where you all had your honeymoon that's right okay yeah so 46 years later that's right and you're still doing that yeah on our anniversary thank you it really is fun and it is important to us and to go down memory lane we actually walk down the hall to the room where we have and i at any time we do that i relive what it felt like to be walking down to that room for the first time with my wife Complete and total terror. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. And back in, in, in 1975, which is, I think, the year we got married. I have to do the math. No, it's no, 75. No. Well, what happened was the energy crunch was happening at that time. Right. In all the public you know, places, the temperatures were really low. So that night, we go into our room. The thermostat is saying like 64 or 65 degrees or something like that. And we're thinking, well, that's just what they said of that because, you know what, we're under this energy crunch. Little do we know, we could have warmed it up. Suffice to say, it was a bit of a chilly night. (laughs) (laughs) I would imagine you took care of it, though. We did. Um, All right. So welcome in. We're glad you're here. And remember, you can uh, check this podcast out in case you miss part of the show or you want to catch up on previous episodes. It is on the podcast network at ShineFMOhio.com. We are going to continue our celebration of Love Month. Now, Tom, we had a couple of downers. The last couple of weeks, it was nine ways that you can destroy your marriage. Uh So we thought we would kind of go the other direction with 10 ideas for a fresh start. That's right. That would be helpful. That would be helpful. We're, so we're hoping to be helpful today. And before we dive into all 10 of them, right. I feel like we're going to get those done in one show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we are funny. Okay, right. first we turn to God's Word. Well, and Scott, let's do that. This has been a theme passage for my wife and I now going on 46 years. And it's found in Ecclesiastes 4.12. Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. And and so clearly that cord of three is so vitally important. When you look at a cord, we would also call it a rope, how tightly the three bands are tied together. That's in marriage, husband and wife and God so tightly wrapped together, they're so close. Husband and wife are relying on God so much that it feels like one. 
So it's difficult at times to tell the difference between how much I love God and how much I love my wife. And that, that's all about the priority. So yeah. we're mm-hmm. going to dive right into this. Ten ideas for a fresh start. And I will have the link to the original article, because we certainly are not going to cover all of it, uh, an article if it's from Family Life that you hear here on Shine FM. And the first thing is first things first, Tom. So, Scott, if there are problems that exist, then, then what really becomes important is uh, it requires a realigning ourselves in, in our walk with God. Paul David Tripp stated, things are first fixed vertically before they're fixed horizontally. I think that is so true. You've said that before. Yes. But unpack that for, for those that may not be familiar with how you're saying that. Well, let me couch it in. 70% of the time, the marriages walk in our door expecting the marriage counseling to fix their spouse. That's right. But what Paul David Tripp is saying, and what I have taught at Heritage for years, is that it first happens vertically between me and my God. I go before him and I ask him, where am I struggling? Lord, help me to be the best husband I can be. I can then act on what God tells me and actually impact our marriage based on just what I do different. My wife can go before the Lord with what she can do different and Lord do a work in me so that she presents herself in our marriage differently. And I want to say, Scott, over the years, that has been so powerful. So it's not about praying about, oh God, please change my wife. <laughs> it's like the pastor that did that for years. He was praying that, Lord, change my wife, change my wife. And finally God answered his prayers. Except she got worse instead of better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good gravy. All right. So we are. Yes. So the idea is you shouldn't, if you do wind up in session, it's not fix, fix, fix him. Right. It should be fix me and then help me fix. Well, and we've had this conversation before, too, that I think is so powerful. When Paul was talking to the churches at Corinth about communion, he said, First, examine yourself. Look at yourself and then partake of communion and, and bring what sin or what, what is happening in your life before God. Well, I think that same process as we look at what am I doing that may impact the marriage Oh, God, do a work in me. So I'm examining me, just like Paul encouraged examining before communion. I'm examining what am I contributing to my marriage and not. So see, that's when it's, it's impacting so on such a great level. So on the session today, we're talking about 10 ideas for a fresh start to your marriage. The second one I find interesting, Tom, ruthlessly hunt gratitude. Scott, if we boil it down into a simple version of we, what we focus on, there, there's some evidence in research that suggests what we focus on grows. So if we focus on the negative, it grows. We could be Mr. Eeyore. <laughs> All right. Now you're meddling. 
Well, that's that's exactly what I was just thinking, though, because I am I am a glass half empty. There we go, and you know that. That's true. We'll talk more, Scott. <laughs> I'll call you when we get there. <laughs> or we can have the focus be on that which is positive. And when we see gratitude or thankfulness, and to put it into words and to embrace that we are thankful, what an incredible growth could, can take place. So then it also suggests that brain scans show gratitude has been linked closely to happiness. So brain scans are showing that it's impacting that part of the brain that would make us happier and that we would feel more connected. So thankfulness equals happiness. What a deal. You know, when I, when I think about in, in my marriage, now that it's 46 years old, Scott, Holy mackerel. You know, I remember thinking well, an individual was 46 and he was old at that time. Now my marriage is that age. But in COVID has actually, in one perspective, shown me the value of how much Kathy means to me. When she had it and it was really bad, it hit me like a ton of bricks that I could lose my wife. Oh, my that was the first time I've known her, I think I've shared this before, 55 years, give or take a year or two. <laughs> give or take a couple on the playground. That's right, yeah. <laughs> it showed, and I never thought I could lose her. Yeah. But COVID showed that I could. So now it values the marriage even more each day. Think about this. What am I thankful for in my marriage? And let's do something about that. Wow. And it is, it's true. I have watched over last year with you and Kathy, just as you've been talking and as you've gone, you know, we both went through surgery, you went through multiple surgeries. You two have had, your marriage has actually blossomed Praise the Lord. over the last year. Thank you. Yeah. And it's it has been, Kathy, it's been adorable to watch him in here. I can tell you that. <laughs> So, he would say, yeah, you ought to see him at home, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will tell you what, Kathy, we'll give you a show for rebuttal. <laughs> All right, awesome. number three on 10 ideas for a fresh start from family life as we, as we continue Love Month. I love this one. Yeah. Figure out what's eating your grapes. Well, and Scott, so out of the Song of Solomon, he talks about what are the foxes in your vineyard? What are they eating? What's taking away from your fruit? What's taking away from your time? And so that is being intentional and proactive. Two very important ingredients you want in your marriage. That's why people say, oh, marriage is work. I think that's a lie from the enemy. I want to say that marriage, if it's intentional and it's prioritized, it's fun. I mean, after all, you guys got married for a reason. You know? <laughs> yeah, I wanted a week off and she was available. You know, so we went on a, No. So the, the idea of figuring out what's eating your grapes, what's getting in the way. Right. Making the marriage a priority. And that. what are the things that get in the way of the marriage, Tom? Well, you know, we can look at not enough calendar space. I think that's really interesting. I'm too busy at work. She's too busy doing this or this. But what's really interesting, my pastor a number of years ago said, Tom, here's the simple answer. On your schedule, you schedule in Kathy. So if somebody wants to do something during that time, and you just say, no, I'm sorry, I'm not available. So that, that's one. But so calendar space being one, a lack of rest, you're too tired 
tired. You know, we, you sit and think, you know, honey, tonight we really ought to do something as we're sitting on the couch. And the next thing you know, you're asleep. <laughs> Seven o'clock Friday night. She's donk. Yeah. She's out. Yeah. And, and so also, if there's lack of resolution to issues, you're not as motivated. Gary Smalley in the mid 80s coined the, the phrase, the closed spirit. It's where your mind and your will and your emotions close, and it's oftentimes associated with when someone's been angry at you, you close your spirit against that person in that relationship. So the person with a closed spirit, it could be sunny and in 70, and, and you may say to that person, I think it's pretty nice, it feels pretty warm, and they're like, no, it's not warm, it's mis- miserable. I'm cold. Yeah, it's comments like that. So how motivated are they to want to do something to take care of the foxes in the vineyard and enjoy the vineyard. You know, grapes can really be good. (laughs) (laughs) So if you're going to let the foxes get your grapes, make sure they get the sour ones. There we go. There we go. Okay, I got it in. All right, number four, (laughs) set guardrails on your thoughts. Now, I like this one. Great. What? Tell me a little bit more about what we mean, though. Well, Scott, when thinking about your spouse, embrace 2 Corinthians 10, verse 5 which talks about take every thought captive. And Philippians 4.8, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever's true, whatever's right, whatever's noble, whatever is right, think on these things. So, you know, I have people say to me, well, you expect me to, to watch what I say? You know what? I'm human. I make, and they then defend their inability to watch their tongue. It's like they enable themselves to say whatever they want. But I am an absolute firm believer that 24-7, we are in a spiritual battle. That the enemy wants to, on the battlefield of the mind, impact us in a way that is so devastating that you know we will think God doesn't love us or this is not right. And so in what can come out of our mouth that proceeds from our heart, well, you know what? That may not be pretty. But in the name of Jesus, we can take captive our thoughts. That's part of personal devotions and growth in, in our own personal prayer life. Oh, God, help me to let my words and that which comes out of my mouth that proceeds from my heart glorify you. Help me to glorify you and what I'm doing. You'd be surprised the number of people who that is a passing thought to. So wow. think on those things. Yeah. Number five of the 10 ideas for a fresh start in your marriage, go against the grain. Tom, yeah. oh, heavens are you days. advocating rebellion in marriage? <laughs> I don't have the energy to rebel anymore, Scott. So. Aren't we just supposed to go with the flow and just let it, you know, I mean, come on. That sounds like a reactive marriage, and I might probably want to give my contact information (laughs) so going against the grain Scott let's create romance that you want to see even though your feelings as an example are not in it just yet Dr. Egrich in his writings talks about the rewarded cycle and he supports that very thought that you might invest you might sow into your marriage But you may not reap right away, but you keep sowing because eventually you will be rewarded. 
That's almost like raising a teenager. Well, that's right. You keep yeah. sewing into them, you eventually you're going to get something good out of it. That's right. And you keep envisioning when they're 23 or 24 <laughs> looking back on these times and going, did I really do that? <laughs> yes. Yes, you did. And that's what's so fun with them, is looking back on those times <laughs> and watching them go after each other. <laughs> you mean like rolling around in the hall at school to decide who's going to drive home? Oh, yes. Yeah, that, I seem to remember a story about that with the Russell kids. That's right. Uh, uh, um, MCS memory here. <laughs> Sorry, Mandy. I had to get that one in. <laughs> All right. So, Tom, I, I kind of figured we'd be at about this point halfway through and i know we're not going to finish it unless we really get carried away so let's let it end right there and we will wrap up the 10 ideas for a fresh start in your marriage next week sounds good until then tom there are some couples i know that are listening today that are thinking yeah there's 10 of these we could start with the first two and we could go for a while yeah right Mm -hmm. Uh, if a couple would like to chat with you and that's something i need to i want to ask as we wrap up today if there is a one marriage partner in the relationship is really feeling like they need some help right can they come in on their own or do you want the couple together they can come on their own in research would suggest probably in the neighborhood of 70 percent of the time that's what happens anyway and so if that's the case then we can impact the marriage with one because again we take that and we look at it vertically they can act on and they can seek the Lord for what they can contribute to their marriage and they begin to do it and, and so their marriage partner sees a different marriage partner and they're thinking who are you what did you do with my marriage partner <laughs> and that's motivating and that's actually happened in my career before that I worked with a husband for several hours on the phone and so we had set up a time to come in and so he comes in with his wife and I said I pardon me, but I'm really surprised to see that you showed up. And she said, I don't know what you did to my husband, but I had to come in and check this out myself. <laughs> but that's a great result. Yes, that's absolutely. A great, that's what you ultimately want to see in that result, is to have the two of them talking about it right, and digging through together. So how, if a couple would like to chat with you, how can they get a hold of you to do that? Well, Scott, I can be reached at 419 419- Five two six five five two three. And in Ashland, the number is four one nine four nine six zero 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 seven. Ha! Got the T down and didn't get <laughs> that time. Yeah. Online, Tom is at HCC Mansfield and HCCAshland.com. Next week we'll wrap it up, and you can follow along on the podcast network at shinefmohio.com. dot